Let's get into it. Funk, hit me up with that thug. Little 305 for y'all? Yeah, that's like that. Hit him in the chest with it. <laughs> One time. One time again in the head. With Buddy Roll, y'all. Check it out. I don't know what this world's gonna do. New on my cool day. Is there life for me? Baby, cause I'm a thug. Baby, cause I'm a thug. I'm a boy. That's right. I'm a thug. I'm a thug. i I'm a thug. I'm a I'm a Cool, Jay. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode. I don't know the episode that I'm on right now because this was an audible. I wasn't supposed to do this episode this week, but whatever. Episode 66. Wish I had the Drake sound bite where it's like six, 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 and all that, but um, I don't. So, how's everybody doing? Um, What's everybody doing? What's new with you guys? Anything you guys accomplished this week? Um, let me know. Um, you know, I always like hearing good news like that. Like, I know a lot of people say that, but I actually like to hear people that actually put something in motion, saw it through, and like did the job. It's always dope with me. Um, as you can see right now in this video, if you're watching the video, or if you're not watching the video, go watch the video available on Spotify and YouTube. And some Instagram posts every now and then. Um, I got a beanie. I was testing the water. I like to make mock-ups first before I, I, I go into mass productions. And I might do some beanies. So stay tuned for that shit. Should I have my swear jar ready? I never, I never remember to do my swear jobs. My swear jar. So without further ado, let's just go and get into it. Hey. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? You're listening to no! special characters. Oh, my bad. Uh, all, all of that, all of that, all of that. That just woke me up a little. Um, yeah, guys, it's been a, it's Thanksgiving week. Hopefully, you guys are with family. If you're not, stay strong. You know, this is the time. This is depression season and shit like that. Um, you know, this is when people start to self-reflect and notice that they don't got things and just wanted to let you guys know that you're not alone out there. All right. Um, don't reach out to me though, but yeah, you're not alone out there. There's always somebody that you can reach out to, to like talk to or some shit. Like I'm pretty sure there's numbers. Um, I suggest you guys call this number 1-800-223-9797 and they'll give you a listening ear. Um, dope shit though. Um, what I wanted to get into 
was um the future of this show. And the future of this show is very in the air. I know you're, I, I'm, I'm saying this wrong. <laughs> I know I'm saying this wrong. But what I mean in the air, I'm not really talking about like, oh, the, the end of this show. I'm talking about um where this show might go. Like, um, I was having a conversation with my friend Alex, and mid during conversation, like we were looking for spaces to start recording the show, and I'm waiting for my boy Jerm to get back to me, so because there's a studio nearby that I would like to record out of, and then I could go back to having guests on the show. I know everybody always says they want to be a guest on the show, and I just don't have the accommodations for it. And the next best thing that I could do is I just rent out spaces and then I could have people there. And if I rent out a space, like if I rent out like an Airbnb to start recording shows, I, my friends like to smoke. So they could just go to the backyard or some shit and they could just go smoke as opposed to me going to a studio that's not going to allow it. Also, was never a fan of the smoking on the show because it interferes with the microphones. Um, Yeah. That was another thing. So it was like bringing it into like a professional setting and things like that. Like some podcasts, there's some people do smoke, but um, I don't have the facilities to keep changing microphones and shit like that. So, yeah, um, wasn't always a big fan of like people like smoking next to the microphones like that because it does affect the way it works. And like my microphones aren't cheap. They're actually pretty expensive. Um, but, yeah, I'm trying to get us into a studio. I'm trying to get the show into a studio. I'm working on all these things just to have more people on the show. Um, I know my cousin, my cousin's house is always available. Like he, he always says it like, yo, whenever you want, just pull up and we can record. And it's really not the pulling. Well, it is the pulling up, but it's the, it's the distance. It's all these things that come into play. And it's like, I'm going to get tired of doing it. So if I could, like, just find some medium ground, that would be dope. But, yeah, back to the future of the show. So me and her were sitting down on the porch. We were talking, and we were discussing locations. And then I got the thinking. My little brain got the thinking. I always say that shit on the show. I don't know if you guys really catch that. But, um, yeah. There was key wording in the page that we were looking at, and it was like, oh, if you want to do, if you want to book an appointment to look at the location, that's cool, or we could do a virtual experience. And I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. The metaverse is the future. I've been saying that for a while. Like, the metaverse is here. It's technically here. And I'm like, what if I could just start recording on the metaverse? And you guys are like, yeah, yeah, what what if? And the, the the legal ramifications I'm dealing with is that um if I record on the metaverse, I can't take this audio and put it on Spotify no more. I can't put it on Spotify, YouTube, Apple 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 Podcasts, Anchor, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, any of that. That has to stay on the metaverse. So then I run the risk of losing you guys that are watching this, listening to this. So you guys could go to the metaverse and watch it there. 
And I don't know how many of you guys are metaverse savvy and all that thing. And it was like, okay, that would be more of a live show. That would no longer be this recorded show that I'm doing right here. And I'm like, there's just so many things that come into play that I still want to do because if this show takes off in the metaverse, then I'm one of the first pioneers of the metaverse to do a podcast and it'll be able to take off. It's such a gamble, but it has to hit or else I run the risk of losing all my followers again. And the reason I say I'm losing all my followers again would be because when the podcast first went on hiatus, when we really just stepped away for COVID reasons and like not having a space reasons and shit like that. I lost a good amount of fans and I gained new ones. Thank you for the new ones that showed up and the ones that stayed me that stayed with me. But, um, it kind of let me know it's like a divorce, right? But for divorce, it's like, all right, who were you really here for? And then people leave. So people stay. It's, it's cool. Uh, I understand I'm not everybody's cup of tea and shit like that. So it was whatever. But I don't want to run the risk of doing this again to you guys that's been here since day one to go to a platform that you're not even, that you might not want to deal with, be dealing with, or are aware of like that. But it would make things more interactive. Like the PTL section could be done by random people now it's no longer me reading emails people could pop up to the metaverse and be like and actually ask those questions in person and i can no not in person but in front of me and they could just move forward like that i like the idea of that so that's what i was thinking about for the future of the of the show for the podcast like, I know I'm saying 100 episodes, 100 episodes, 100 episodes, but that's just me fucking with you guys that bring it up every fucking week that I'm doing a countdown <laughs> on the show because this might not end in 100 episodes. I might keep it going. Um, I might pause it. There's just so many things that I want to do that I can't do because this is a full-time job. This is the minute I stop recording after this episode's really done and I stop recording, I start working on the next episode right away because it's really a week process. It's a whole week process. There's topics that I come up with topics that fall out things in the news that go on things in the news that fall out. By the time I talk to it on the next cycle, it could be out of, out of range of like nobody would care again. So it's interesting. I've been trying to drink my drink for a while now. But yeah, um, the metaverse is where I think I'm going to go. The metaverses might be, that might be my revolt deal. That might be my um, breakfast club deal where I could just move this content somewhere else, but I run the risk of losing everybody. So it's just, it's, it's, it's so fucking fickle. Um, also, while talking to my friend Alex, she starts sending me things. And it was like the most funniest fucking thing in the world because she's sending me places of like these locations. And I'm not going to say the name of the location, but it had 62 photos to review. And she did not review all 62 photos. She just saw that the first five pictures were the locations and it looked nice. It was very retro-y. 
my my homegirl, my fucking homegirl Megan would love that shit because she's like into the '90s, '70s, '60s vibes type of shit. And um, I'm scrolling, 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 and then, boom, here we go. The lady that runs the the home, because it's basically a home that they that they're dedicating for social media construct, right? A whole home, which is fucking fire. And um, while I'm scrolling through pictures, I'm like, all right, that's a pinup shot. Okay, more pinup shots. All right. Then they're getting more provocative. And I'm like, wait one second. I'm lady boy. I'm like, yo, what what is going on? Like, she at one point, she's just laying on the table, legs wide open. And I'm like, huh, this was... A crazy oversight. And while I'm watching it, I'm oh, like, "Shit, I feel like I'm there now." I'm like, "This feels like it's a sex ad." <laughs> like they're like, like they're selling pussy in there. <laughs> so I'm like, "Don't worry, guys. I'll test it out first for us. <laughs> Make sure it's safe." But um, yeah, it was just so fucking funny just watching. Like the pictures, as the more the, as the more I scroll, the more I'm like, it just gets worse. So uh, I sent it to Alex's sister Samantha, and I'm like, "Yo, look at this shit that your sister sent me," and it was so fucking funny because she did more investigating for whatever on my end. I couldn't find like the little things that you can and can't do there. It was like, all right, you could do this, but you can't do that. It was very brief on my end, but I don't know what she did. But she was like, oh, look, they definitely do porn here. I was like, why do you say that? And she's showing me the listing. She's like, nudity allowed. I'm like, they're definitely shooting porn in here. Don't bring a black light in there. And I was like, no, we're going to go to with black. We're going to shoot the whole fucking episode in black light to see the horror that was going to be inside that fucking house. Because like I said, the shorty, shorties were like middle-aged women, but uh, yeah, bitch. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was it was fucking crazy. And um, even if I did go there, my first trial run and shit happened. It's okay. No one has to know, baby girl. I ain't going to say nothing, especially on this platform, because I'm a G. You know the fucking vibes? Yeah, 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 yeah. I just found it funny. Like looking for a place, a new place to like record is fucking crazy. Um, but yeah, metaverse. Really considering metaverse. All right. So I don't think I was supposed to talk this long on this topic, but you know things happen. You know me. I like to ramble. Shit just goes on. And all right, my beginning topics are all all over the place. I normally have more time to prepare, clean it up for you guys. But this episode, nah. I still don't know when I'm going to drop this episode. This might drop on Thanksgiving, Friday. It might drop way ahead of time. I don't know. But let's see. So I could go left or I could go right. No, I'm going to go left. So do you guys know the phrase, do you know the Muffin Man? Yes, the Muffin Man. That lives on Drury Lane. So there was more conversation about, all right, so as I stated in a couple episodes ago, I like to go down the YouTube rabbit hole. 
there's actually which which is fucking crazy because the page is actually called the rabbit hole. It's just good looking on um on phrasing and wording and things like that. But yeah. I'm on this page called the rabbit hole and they start talking about the muffin man. And I'm like, what about him? And they were saying that the muffin man is based on one of the first serial killers here in the Americas, which I found fucking crazy. Cause there was like, yeah, the whole point of the, the, that song, that sing songy phrases, I think it was a song or poem or whatever it is. They're like, do you know the muffin man? And I'm like, was to teach kids to stay away from him. Cause he was like, like a crazy, um, serial killer or some shit like that. And I'm like, look at us just using this song, this folklore, I guess, as a playful song for kids to sing along to when they're in pre-K and shit like that. Like, do you know the Muffin Man, the Muffin Man, the Muffin Man? All the time we're, speaking, we're singing about a fucking serial killer, which gets me to the thinking, that's the original TikTok. That's the original viral video. Or not video, viral song. That might be one of the first songs out there that really took off like that. Because, do you know the Muffin Man, the Muffin Man, the Muffin Man? It's, it's kind of catchy if you really think about it. So, yeah, I was like, because I know Ring Around the Rosy, Pocket Full of Posies, that's a song about war. And, like, the aftermath of shit, if I could remember correctly. So, we have a bunch of songs. Yo, our fucking history is dark, bro. To make songs of that is pretty wild. You know what song I think of when I hear things like that? Because it's a it's a parody song, right? So, but it lets you know, like, we sing about some fucked up shit, and we have no problem about it. And Will Ferrell, which was one of my favorite, like, comedians and shit like that. He, is he a comedian? I don't know what to label him. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. I'm about to run out of time. But hold up. Let's see. I'm not getting flagged for fucking black eyed peas. No. Hey, listen to this. 2300 Park Avenue. Colors. Gretchel and Dawson. Gretchel and Dawson has. Let's do this. Hold on, I'm up. I gave my love to Erin. <laughs> she promised <laughs> to be true. I went to war to come back and find five British soldiers had their way with her. Was consensual. So, yeah, we have like a track record of singing fucked up songs and making them like cool, which is weird to me. Yeah, so it's like we have a track history of singing songs like that. Hold on, it's not over yet. And all their fathers were hanged. Children all got pink eyes while their fairy father books were burned. 
my favorite part. Do you have fun singing those songs? They're really depressing. I do. <laughs> They're full of rich history. Damn it, I'm late. I'm supposed to go meet my lady. I thought you said you guys... Yo. So, yeah. Hearing that, hearing that that song was like, oh, that's like, that was how we warned people back in the day. And I'm like, that's a pretty poor job. Like, let's make the song fun. Like, that's how motherfuckers probably seeked out the Muffin Man and shit like that to only get murdered and put into fucking muffins. I'm guessing if you're named the Muffin Man, I'm assuming you're killing people and putting them into muffins because I'm going to be really mad if you're not. Like, that's just a waste of a title. Like, he just kills them and just throws them out back. Yeah, and he can't call him the out, the out back doorman, the back doorman, the doorman, the back door penetrator. Like, what do you? I'm no. lady boy. I don't. I don't know. Like, like, what do you call that person? So, <laughs> I'm gonna have mad fun using that. <laughs> it's so problematic, and I fucking love it. Yeah. See, that's the problem with, with our generation today, to be honest. Not the problematic part, but um, we, we, we take serious shit. See, you can't even blame that on this generation now that I think about it because we take serious shit and just make a whole joke, about, joke out of it, son. Like, this is the generation that's like, oh, we don't take nothing serious because like, when we were going to war, we were dropping memes and things like that. But look at these fuckers dropping whole fucking hits that survived decades from back then to today for us to sing about a serial killer. That's wild. I was going to do an explosion noise, but I'm fucking tired. So, um, and I don't have no explosion noises. I'm pretty sure I'm saying explosion wrong. So, um, whatever. So, um, <laughs> you know, the fucking vibes. Then I got to thinking, um, same same rabbit hole and i'm looking around and i'm like okay and then i came through this next next subject line which is called which was about electroshock therapy and if you guys know anything about electroshock therapy it was deemed one of the most uh, cruel ways to treat people with um, mental issues mental problems and things like that so um what they came down to um was that um in this day and age, if you do it right, if you do it properly, right? Well, what's properly in this in this field of that's um, where we're trying to cure people that are mentally unstable? Um, that it could delete memories, like childhood traumas and things like that. You're gonna learn. You're gonna lose a lot of shit though. But um, there's things that it makes you unlearn if you like um, if they cook you right. That doesn't sound right. That is not, that's not the proper vernacular. It's not right. Um, yeah. But I found, I found it interesting. I found it really interesting to hear that, that they could delete childhood traumas and things like that. Basically, um, this whole conversation stemmed off, um, this guy was dying from, um, broken heart disease. Right? I didn't think that was real, but I, I've only heard of it, but it's a real thing. And also, he was young. Like, I've only heard of that with older people, but it was broken heart disease. Um, the woman that he loved was with somebody else, and he came to the realization that he can't do, that he can't do nothing about it. 
So his heart was secretly killing him. So this procedure came from them rebooting his brain so his heart would stop trying to kill him. The body's fucking crazy, son. Like, um, like that's that's a wild, that's a whole wild thing. Like, like I can't be with her, so my heart decides for me, like, all right, we're just gonna fucking kill ourselves. No, motherfucker, we're not. <laughs> We're going to go find something else. We're going to go fuck through this, okay? <laughs> like, don't kill me because you're attached. Like, I know you're attached to me, but don't be attached to somebody else that doesn't want us. Which is pretty fucking, like, I don't know. I think I'm pretty good in that that, that area of moving on. Because, I don't know, I feel like I'm about to get dark here. Um, How can I word this without sounding? like a depressed person per se even that's wrong the verbiage and that is wrong as well all right give me a second let me let me reel this in the people that i tend to like that i didn't wait the relationships that i've been in that i didn't fuck up or self-sabotage are the people that I like that I know I can never be with, right? If this makes any sense. It's, I'm about to just ramble real quick. Um, it's people that I know I can't be with. Like, either they don't find me attractive or they, or, or whatever, some weird shit. That I'm, I'm just not it. And that's cool because everybody's not everybody's cup of coffee. So there's people that I know that are cool with, like, how the fuck can I word this? I, it, without a long, drawn explanation. Hmm. Good thing it's a podcast and this will be long, as long as I want this shit to be. <laughs> um, all right, so the people that I want that don't want me, don't want me for whatever reason they want, which is fine with me because that's their choice. And it's not up to me to determine how they should feel towards me because they don't want me. That's just me being selfish, if that makes any fucking sense. So a lot of the cases with people that I do like, but they don't like me back, I've come to the acceptance that, all right, it's just never going to happen. It's whatever. And your heart should not do that because that's like, that's like your heart having a mind of its own, son. Like, Whoever you want to be with, is, and I get it. Like, you really want to be with them for whatever reason. And what if you're just making a mistake? Like, if that makes any sense. Like, what if your heart's choosing, like, the wrong person? I don't even, I, I hear you guys. Where, where is it? And all I can hear is criticize, criticize, criticize. I know you're like, the heart knows what it wants in the heart. You know, shut up. Sometimes your fucking heart is fucking retarded, all right? And <laughs> I should add it. Sometimes your heart doesn't know what the fuck it wants, all right? Just because it wants it doesn't mean you get it. That's not the way life works. So, yeah, I don't think your heart should be like, all right, we're going to close up shop today. Like, that's nuts. Like, your, your heart trying to shut down everything because it can't get what it wants is the epitome of selfishness. Like, oh, we're not going to you, Oh, you, you don't want me? Oh, watch me really fucking end this shit i'm about to end the whole fucking show which is fucking nuts uh yeah so 
back to electroshock therapy, that's basically what it does. It could just reset your mind and you'll forget all the bad shit that went happened in your life. But you're also forgetting all the good shit that happened in your life. Like the things that make you you. So you might even change for the better or the worse. Because I'm a huge believer in, and you're supposed to go through whatever you're supposed to go through. Because that's what builds your character. That's who builds who you are. So, um, yeah. And if you never, if your mind doesn't remember that, then how could it continue? How could it continue being you? Like, how could it continue? How could it continue you being the person that you are if your mind technically reset and it doesn't remember the things that made you what you are? You're a whole blank sheet of paper. And somebody telling you who you are is dangerous because they could just make shit up. Like, that's just a whole, a whole can of worms in itself. So, it got me thinking if you guys could do it like right like if you guys really could choose that would you do it like is there things in your life that are so bad that you would want to forget i know a lot of people are going to be like yeah and i can't reply back with like, cuz i seem insensitive if i respond like that like like, it's just is what it is. Like, is there something in your life that's really worth erasing everything for? So I got to thinking, like, yo, rape victims, people that experience, like, childhood deaths, like their parents seeing their parents die and shit like that. I would assume it would be those people that might jump forward to do things like that. But I'm like, all right, but what about the rest of the world? Like, if you could give yourself a mind reset, would you do that? Because I could tell you right now, I say yes, but where is it? You don't mean that shit. I don't because I had to go through all the things that I went through to be where I'm at now. Like there's a reason why sometimes I come off more. Um, what's the word I want to use? More calm than some of my friends do. Like I've experienced shit that's like I buried friends. That were 13 and 14, right? I've lost friends that are 13. That we were growing up at 13 and 14 years old, and they lost their lives. and even experienced to be an adult. And a lot of the times, it was shit like, you'll control your anger. You'll control the way you, you move around in these streets. Control your emotions. Your emotions are fucking dangerous. Like, yo, shit like that. So it becomes, like, all of these things, because, like, at the age that I am now, when I hear people go crazy and they go off, like, and to this day, I hear people go crazy and they go off and they're way older than me. And I'm like, yo, sometimes I feel like, yo, you ain't really go through shit. Because if you really went through shit, you know that that's the, that emotional reaction that you're having right now shouldn't really have came out if you had control of yourself like that. That's just the way I feel, like. It's just it's just a weird reaction. So yeah, it was a dope, dope video. It was a really dope video. And I was like, I think people would be more prone to doing it if they could choose what they wanted to get rid of. Because if you get to choose the memories you want to get rid of, then that's a whole different ball game. Like, that's nuts. Like 
and I still think it'll change you for the worse. We're like, all right, because a lot of people will, will get rid of like the feeling of loss in their family. They'll get rid of that. I know that's one. Um, childhood traumas, that's two. Um, terrible events that happen in their lives, like like life altering changes. That's three. And it's like, at what point do we get trivial? We're like, oh, I don't want to remember what happened yesterday. Zap it. So, yeah. Like, it was a great, it was a great piece. I really enjoyed it. I love watching pieces like that. Because, you know, I started putting myself in the seat. And I'm like, would I do this to get rid of this thought? Would I do this to never feel this again? It's kind of like um, Spider-Man, No Way Home. And he goes, all right, I want everybody to forget me. Everybody that forgot the on Spider-Man and they ended up just fucking forgetting everything when the real thing should have been like, hey, how about forget, what the fuck was his name? Ray Mysterio, not Ray Mysterio. Is it Ray Mysterio? Ray Mysterio is the Mexican wrestler. I don't know. Is did, did they have the same name? Mysterio. His name was Mysterio. I don't know if it was Ray, but I think it was Mysterio. And it was like, hey, man, how about just forget that motherfucker and just instead of forgetting me and everybody could continue on knowing who the fuck I am and shit like that. So, yeah pretty fucking interesting episode i liked it i'm gonna keep watching that show um yeah it's not a show is it a show what the hell do you call it? that series that youtube series it was pretty dope all right so i'm gonna move on i don't have a an is it though section i have a different section i call it point lookout because i'm pointing out obvious things in movies so spoiler alert spoiler alert spoiler alert Spoiler alert. And... I'm boy. Spoiler alert. All right, so at this section, I'm going to be talking about Wakanda forever. I can't bend my arms because the microphone's there. Yeah, all of that. Wakanda forever. So go to the description, and I'll give in the timestamp from when you can skip from that, from this part to that part without getting any spoilers even though i'm not really talking about real spoiler shit it's really the obvious things now watching this movie there are two things that i did not like about this movie movie was great if you don't know shit about comic books if you know things about comic books this shit was inaccurate but i digress because you can't make everything like the comic books now child is dead and they found a beautiful way to like to play it off that he's dead in the comic book right now what they did was they said i don't think they said he was gravely injured there was just something wrong on like a disease or something and then he just died from his wounds right cool get it beautiful ceremony all white dancing Never mind, there's three things that I don't like. <laughs> yeah. So what it came down to was T'Challa died. And there was no Avengers at his funeral. Like, not one. When Tony Stark died, everybody was at the funeral. They had memorials. They had all these things. And then T'Challa dies and only the community's there. I was like, what the fuck is this bullshit? Like, people should have been there. Like, fucking Captain America should have been there. Fucking 
Other Captain America should have been there. Many Captain America should have been there. Shit. Um, Iron Man's Iron Man's predecessor should have been there. Um, Bucky should have been there. Everybody should have been there, and yet nobody was there. So somebody was coming to the conversation, and I'm like, huh. And maybe they weren't invited. Motherfucker, we're Earth's mightiest heroes. What the fuck you mean we not invited? Like, we went to war, B. We did mad shit. We saved. I disappeared for five years. Like, what do you mean? I, like, I can't pull up. Shit, if anybody knows the plight, it's us, motherfuckers. I was like, I ain't see y'all fighting Thanos. I ain't see y'all put hands on Thanos. Like, come on, get out of here. I have to show up to the goddamn fucking, <laughs> to the fucking burial. So it was that. I was like, all right, that got me tight. And I'm like, did that happen because of, real life shit or because of like comic book shit right because in the comic books it's different but uh, I'm like but I'm like they were like oh because of the directors like Ryan Coogler and shit like that and I was like still it's Chadwick Boseman that died like come on like that should have been nicer to see a Thor there or like Captain America Bucky Barnes fucking Sam Wilson um, Pepper What's the name? Pepper Potts. Almost, almost called the Pepper Pig. Ant Man, his kids. Everybody was there. Everybody fought side to side. The Guardians of the Galaxy. Fucking I am Groot. All these people should have been there. And it's like, nah, that's not how we're doing it. She got me tight. And then for my Latinos, thank you for the Latino representation. I fucking greatly appreciated that because we don't get enough representation. As you can see, the big homies in the back, and I'm about to go talk about them in a second because I, t- I mentioned it on my stories that I had to go buy this photo. I don't know which one you're seeing because there's the Green Ranger, White Ranger, and the Black Ranger. The way I set up the picture, you should be able to see all three of them. Now, if you're like the Black Rangers, I don't know where that one comes from. I'm assuming it was a cameo, but whatever. I had to get it because at that time, we thought that was Latino representation. But in this movie, we have Latino representation, and I fucking love it because there's not enough of that. What I didn't like in the movie was that they fucking put us against each other. And who came to save the day? The fucking white guy. Bullshit. So, um, yeah. A whole lot to, like, really, like, pick out from there. Yeah. Greatly appreciated Latino representation. Like, we really don't get it like that. I don't think people really understand that. Like, there's not that much Latino representation. And I know it's like, what do you mean? Like, I'm like, they're going to be like, no, the Fast Five. I was like, yeah, they had a bunch of Mexicans playing fucking Samoans. Like, I'm sorry. It wasn't Fast Five. That was a fast whatever fucking number they were up to when they went to Hawaii. And I seen a bunch of my cousins in there with, like, Polynesian tattoos or shit like that. Is there Polynesian? I don't know. That's probably offensive. I don't know. Whatever. But, um, yeah. So um, the main dude that plays the guy is from um Aquaman. Not Aquaman. Um, it's from Narcos, right? And they came through, somebody came through with the idea, like, all right, so if the Wakandans do this, the little X thing, then the Latinos should do this, right, for, like, a show. And that shit pissed me off so much. Only because, nigga, that's Goku. That's a Kamehameha, however the fuck you say it. I just said some Hawaiian shit. Y'all didn't even peep that. That's a Kamehameha. Like, come on, son. 
We're not we're not doing that. Like if I see any Latinos do this shit, I'm fucking squaring up with them. That's a Hadouken. All of that. And I'm like, nah, son. Somebody ain't do their research. I was like, also, this is this looks corny. Like, uh spirit fingers. Like, fam. Who was behind the thought process on that? Because I could tell you right now, that was terrible. Terrible, 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 terrible. Where is it at? Come on, keyboard, keep up with me. He's terrible, your honor. He's really terrible. Fam. Yeah. Besides that, the movie was good. Like, it was pretty good. I liked it. Um, the third thing I didn't like, the fourth thing that I didn't like was, um, <clears throat> it's just the way writers do things. Like, the writer, if things wouldn't go a certain way, the writers didn't write it to go that way. So it was like, oh, this is what sustained us for thousands of, thousands of years. Here, hold on to that. Hold on to the one thing that can hold that that can hurt us. Fucking writers, that's just lazy writing. <clears throat> so, um, other than that, it was a good movie. I liked it. It was cool. A lot of people were upset that Shorty became Black Panther. I'm like, roll the fuck up. I loved it. I will say one thing. I loved the one thing that I loved was um. Shorty was full of hate, right? So since Shorty's full of hate, she didn't see the person she was supposed to see in the astral planes, right? So she saw um, Killmonger. And when nobody noticed is when she left the astral plane, right? Nobody mentioned that. I have yet to see anybody mention this yet. When Shorty left the astral plane, she did her hair like Killmonger. The way Killmonger had his hair when he fought T'Challa, that's exactly how she did her hair to go fight Namor. And I'm like, that's dope. I like that. So Everybody's thinking, like, no, she's going to move right correctly. I'm like, no, she's not. She did her hair just like Killmonger. She's out for blood. She's catching bodies, all right? All right, this isn't innocent little Shuri anymore, all right? That's Queen. I'm Lady Boy. All right, she bossed up. All right, she was ready to fuck people up and kill people, whatever it took. Okay, that's the time that she was on. And I really fucked with that. So that's the end of my Wakanda Forever conversation. Um, welcome back to the people that skip forward. You missed a hell of a conversation. Oh my God, you guys should really go watch Wakanda Forever and I come back. And listen to what I just had to say so you could get upset as just as upset as I was when I just mentioned all the things that I just said. Now, the next movie that I want to talk about is Training Day. Yes, Training Day. And I will say this about Training Day. Great movie. Classic. Loved it. Great movie. One of Denzel's best work. Ethan Hawke's best work. Eva Mendez's best work. Those tits and that bush, immaculate. But, um, yeah, training day. I'm going to get feedback from this. I know I am. Because it's going to make it seem like I'm anti-cop. And I'm not anti-cop. But it just points out the obvious that 
everybody, I feel that a lot of people missed, which was <clears throat> there's no good guys in that movie. Not one good guy in that movie. You're going to be like, but wait, Hulk. No, not one good guy in that movie. Holt was a problem too. And the only reason why Holt seems like he's a hero is because he stopped Alonzo. Do I have to do a spoiler alert for this? If you ain't see Training Day, fuck you. Um, Is because his job was on the line. They tried to kill him. So it's really just self-preservation. So if you think about it, in the first 10 minutes of the movie, he's talking to Alonzo. They just finished doing the raid, right? That little that little stop and frisk shit where they took the drugs off those college kids, right? And then he goes, all right, smoke this. And you know he smokes it. I know you like to get wet. Sherman Helmsley. <laughs> Tell me where that's from. Um, so, um, yeah. It was that. Nothing crossed his mind to be like, I yo, chill, I can't, I shouldn't do this shit. Like, I know this shit isn't right. No. He chose to still ride behind the badge and be like, all right, this is the way things are done. Then it was the drinking on the job. Then it was the robbing of Shorty. Not once did he, or fucking, when they robbed Snoop to get the information. There was all these things that happened, and there was not one point where he was like, yo, this shit is wrong. I shouldn't do this. It was, I'm writing for my brothers. I'm going to lie for my brothers, and this is what it is, and blah, 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 which is the definition of cops are fucking <laughs> corrupt. This is where I'm going to get slack, where I'm going to get mad slack. I'm going to get mad hate off of this shit because, well, in the movie, cops are corrupt. Let me just take police out of it because I don't need to get pulled over I'm doing dumb shit or my friends gonna get mad at me because they feel I'm talking shit about cops or like any of that shit like we cool alright I'm not trying the to the more you fuck around not I the more you're gonna find out I like you guys you don't mean that shit bitch shut your mouth so um yeah it was the idea of yeah no, I know we're doing wrong shit, but guess what? I'm not going to do nothing about it. We're going to hold up this blue line and so on and so forth. There was not one good person in that movie. There was not one hero in that movie. And it just shows you that even through all this shit, the cop is going to still choose their side over the civilian side or their people's side or all this shit. And everybody has their own motives and objectives and, and all that shit. So that's what... I took away from Training Day because Training Day came out long ago. So in the beginning, when I first saw it, I was like, yeah, Holt did his job. Yeah, Holt is good. Now I'm looking at it with these grown-ass man eyes, and I'm like, that motherfucker was just dirty as everybody else. And at the end of the day, it became about self-preservation because they were putting drugs, that he had drugs in his system, that he had alcohol in his system, all these things that would put him, that would get him fired and actually get him some jail time. So it was like, interesting takeaway that I that I that I now seen from with my own eyes and I'm like that's crazy now I need to see other movies where I feel like what's another movie that I could watch 
that I will leave with a whole different other feeling than I had from before. Because when I watch Heat, Heat is pretty self-explanatory. He got, he died because he had ego. Like, I'll say it again, ego is not your amigo. So, um, yeah. He died because of his ego. He couldn't, he, he could have just left and just went on his own way and then finished the job another day. We have money, people. We could just go get somebody another day to wait. I'm going to go do something now. Everything's hot. Everybody has eyes on me. They're looking for me. I'm going to go do it for you to be fucking murdered. And the airport is wild. So it's like, hmm. Should have saw that coming. <laughs> Which got me to thinking of um a Louis C.K. joke. <laughs> because he was like, um Have you ever seen Goodwill Hunting? There's a scene that only works because that's the way the writer set up the scene. So um in the scene, it was like um they're in a bar, his friends his friend's trying to pick up a girl, and his other guy steps in the cock block. Just to show that he's intellectual, more intellectual than the other person. So they go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And they start talking about education and what they'll be doing in the future. And then Matt Damon's character just goes like, all right, so do you want to step outside? Because what's up? The guy, of course, pussies out, backs out. So the whole girl that's in the middle of this conversation gets mad because she was waiting the whole night to go talk to Matt Damon, but he never came over to talk. So, um... They finally exchange numbers, blah, 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 blah. They leave. They run into the douchebag again. And he goes, hey, do you like apples? And the guy's like, yeah. And he was like, well, I got her number. How do you like those apples? And Louis C.K. was like, that only works if the writers write it that way. Because how many times would you, if somebody asks you, like, hey, do you like apples? That's a weird-ass question. No, I don't like apples. Then that shit doesn't work. Now you're just there like, uh, I, 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 don't, I don't know where to take this conversation from here. Like, wh- how do you carry a conversation and the other person doesn't interact? So, yeah, fucking loved that, that little thing that Lewis did, um, that joke about it, because it's real shit. Your movies are so interesting. I love watching movies now as an adult. And you could just spot all the flaws. Like today I was watching Face Off and I'm like, all right, guy running. All right. There's a string on his back. Cool. Got shot with a desert eagle. His body flew 50 feet in the air. Like Christ was coming down to take him from this earth and bring him into eternal glory. Nah. Flies 50 feet in the air to fall back and then just magically explodes. It's like a fucking... Spongebob episode. <laughs> and it was like, okay, terrible. And then you start seeing the face doubles. They'd be like, that looks nothing like him. And like the stunt doubles and shit like that. I love watching old shit. And it's like, oh, this is terrible. Like I loved this shit when I came out, but this is terrible. It's kind of like when you play your, on your, get on your PlayStation, you know, the one. And you're like, oh my God, when you think about, about it back in the day like oh my god these are the best graphics ever this shit looks so realistic oh my god we could never top this shit and then look at this look at what we have now and it's nuts
I apologize for drinking like that. <clears throat> um, yeah, love it. That's the end for this section. I don't know if this section is going to even make it as like a regular. But moving on. <clears throat> Where is it? Oh, wait, I did pass it. All right, so time to move on to the cool report. We interrupt this program for an important news announcement. So as you can see in the background, I got Jason David Frank in the background, a.k.a. the Green Ranger, a.k.a. the White Ranger. I love all the White Power Ranger jokes because it's like double entendres there. I love it. <coughs> so... He passed away about two days ago, sucked, took his own life. And, um, I don't think, I think he was in that situation when you get tight casting, when you do too good of a job at one thing, you, you can never escape it. So, um, growing up, I thought he was Latino because, you know, he had like a tan, he had long hair. He was green. I think green and Latinos go along because it reminds me of frogs or some shit like that, but then people would say it's Frenchmen. I don't know. But, um, yeah, my son had a knife. Everybody had guns. He had the knife, and then it turned into a flute. I was like, that, it doesn't get more Latino than that. I'm like, okay. <clears throat> and then when he went to the White Ranger, he still had a knife. But, but let me backtrack. As the Green Ranger, he had his own Megalozoid, which was an iguana. It was an iguana. Like they had a dinosaur, but he had like an iguana or some shit like that. I was like, that's Puerto Rican to the core. So I'm over here being confused. Like, yo, this that's my people's. Wasn't. He's like Polish and something else. What is he? Let me know. Let me do him some justice because actually he, he was like a huge part of my childhood growing up because I used to love watching Power Rangers. Oh, man. I never forget the episode where he fucked up all the Power Rangers and ripped them out of their own machine. I'm like, that's how you do it, son. That's how you do it. I gotta look it up by name. All right, ethnicity. He was sometimes thought to be Native American, which is still Latinos are native. So, um, where is it? Half Polish, half. So his mom was like half Polish. And we're really going to play this game? God damn it. All right. His ancestry is Polish-American, Greek-American, German-American, Irish-American. Yeah, there's nothing Latino in his blood. So, um, yeah, that's that's what we thought. <coughs> well, that's what I thought, that he was a Latino. And then, um, because around that time, we didn't have that much res representation. I had Antonio Banderas playing Zorro, but I wasn't a fan of Zorro like that. And then you had John Leguizamo, but John Leguizamo was doing these terrible roles. Like, I love John Leguizamo. John Leguizamo, fellow cancer, you know, July 22nd, baby. Um, yeah. But he was doing some certain roles sometimes, and I'm like, yo, why are we being tight-casted for that? I don't like that. I don't like that shit. So um, never forget the pest. He hates that movie, but I love it. It was so bad, but it's so good at the same time. Um, yeah. That was the only real representation. Then we had New York undercover. We had Eddie Torres. And I'm like, fucking fly Spanish dude around that time. And that's it. Like, I don't remember 
any more Latino actors or people that really stood out to me that really care about in my childhood like that. So he was one of them. And um, even though he really wasn't one of us, but he love is there. <laughs> but um, yeah, bro, I used to try to son. I was a huge fan of the Power Rangers. I used to try to fight like them and shit like that. Did I win any of those fights like that? No. But hey, shit happens. <laughs> That's when I started carrying my knife, just like the Green Ranger did, son. And then I'll play like a little flute after I stab somebody. Like, mm. <clears throat> I don't think that's making the cut. I gotta edit. Yeah. No. Rest in peace to Javis. <coughs> my bad. My fucking throat is drying up. I think I'm gonna say. Rest in peace to Jason David Frank. Fucking sad, bro. Real sad. And that this is one of those times where we tell you, like, you'll check up on your friends because you never know what your friends are going through. And, um, Somebody should have checked up on him. You know, but somebody's, when people push into the play, people push into the play sometimes, man. That shit sucks. And um, they feel like there's no other way around shit. And that that's that's the sucky problem. Because I, I mentioned that on the show. Sometimes I get really down. And um, it's not the best feeling. And it's not the best feeling when you feel that you're alone. Because... When you feel that you're alone there, you feel like there's nobody to talk to, that there's nobody that gives a shit. Everybody's going through their own things. There's no need to burden other people with your shit. And sometimes some people get really down where they just take the plunge because who the fuck's going to care? And it's a shitty fucking feeling. And that's why I say, yo, check up on your friends. Even if your friends seem like they're doing okay, just don't ask them if they're straight because that's real shit. That's 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 something that's like a wild thing to see. Like, my bad for like getting all all downy and shit like that. Especially your strong friends. Like nobody ever checks up on their strong friends because you expect your strong friends to be straight. Especially check up on your strong friends. That's why I like to check up like on a lot of my friends and make sure they're good. I know I might sound like a dickhead for saying this, but sometimes I don't check up on my friends that are in relationships because you're technically your partner is supposed to hold you down. Like your partner is supposed to check up on you and make sure you're straight. Yeah, but um, I guess I should start checking up on them too, I guess. But um, yeah. Check on check on your loved ones. Should should be real. Moving on on the docket. Erica Badu. This isn't news, but this is kind of like the entertainment section. So Erica Badu stated that she wants to be abducted by aliens and she does things to try to get abducted by aliens which I'm trying to figure out what the fuck does that mean like what information do you have that I don't have because how do you set yourself up to get abducted by aliens it's not right like that's crazy is there like a ritual I would assume there's a ritual a ritual would make way more sense um so yeah so um abducted by aliens she says she dresses weird she like um goes for walks by herself at night i'm like yo you really pushing it like shit and i got to thinking what if you were abducted by aliens 
what is your general first reaction? Because I know there's people that believe in aliens. Would you be hyped that you got abducted by aliens? I feel like I'm saying abducted wrong. I'm like slurring my words. Like, would you be hype? Like, how would you describe Earth? Like, what is the first thing that you're going to mention about Earth? Like, one, let's say they take you away. Would you be cool with them taking you away? Like, what if they take you away and put you in a zoo? Like, that, that'll be weird. Like, I think about that Superman episode when they, Superman gets kidnapped and the guy just puts him in a zoo. And he was like, oh, you're the last Kryptonian, so we're going to keep you safe here. And, like, they give him, like, like little food pellets to eat and shit like that. Yeah. Also, my question to you is, I'd rather be in an American zoo. So what's the American version of an alien race versus the third world version of another race? Because I want to be, if I go, if I get abducted and, and, I, and I'm in a zoo, I want to be in a top-notch zoo. Like I want to be in Central Park with, like, like, Marty the lion and the fucking zebra that Chris Rock plays and shit like that. I'm pretty sure I got the names wrong. No, Alex the lion and Marty the zebra and Jada Pinkett's sexy hippopotamus ass. Yeah, I don't know who plays a giraffe. <coughs> I won't want something like that. If you're going to abduct me and put me in a fucking zoo, I want the nice zoo. All right, don't put me in a fucking zoo in Singapore where it's hot as fuck. I'm a polar bear. Why the fuck am I in Singapore? But, um, yeah, I don't even know what I would say. Like, oh, please describe Earth to us. You got TikTok? <laughs> That's the first thing I'd be like, you got TikTok? That pretty much sums up Earth right there, buddy. <laughs> I don't think you guys want a vacation here. It's ghetto. Like, tell us, tell us about this bearded fella that's on everybody's <laughs> fucking wall. <laughs> it's a long story. We're going to pass on that. <laughs> Tell us about this guy that had a, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> Tell us about this guy with the funny must, nope, I'm good. Like, uh, you could drop me back off in my neighborhood, just not the Bronx. So, um, yeah, getting abducted is crazy. And, like, what if they abduct the person that really wants the anal probe? And they're like, yo, we don't do that no more. That's like, that's like an urban myth. <laughs> like, like, you got to relax, all right? <laughs> relax. <laughs> Asking for the anal probe is wild. They're like, well, what do you identify as? I'm no. Lady Boy. Shit. <laughs> Son, that's fucking crazy. Let's move on. Moving on, moving on. It's <sighs> one of the issues I have right here. Balenciaga. You guys ain't shit, bruh. Like, y'all wildin'. You know how the people, the people say, they, they put, they do shit in front of your face, mad blatant, and a lot of people don't pay attention to it, but guess what? We're in a different day and age, motherfuckers, where we, everybody reads into everything, and they can tell. And when you're being blatant with your shit, you're being blatant with your shit. Now, I mentioned it about racism, and they were pretty blatant with their racism, along with other companies, and this kind of ties and so, like, what my cousin be saying, like, like, y'all, there's all this, like, child 
predatory things going on in the world, like Epstein Island and shit like that, and all these people that are tied to it. And here you have Balenciaga promoting child porn as a fucking ad. And you know what? I'm not going to do this any justice. So I might as well just find the thing that I saw. Damn, fucking stopping me. Mm-mm-mm. I apologize. <laughs> I'm being thirsty, as my cousin would say. No, I'm... I'm starving. <laughs> I'm fucking starving out here. So, um, <laughs> all right, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. All right. For the clothing brand, consider the latest ad for the clothing brand Balenciaga. This was just uploaded on Instagram. As you can see, the photo shoot they're using to sell their products features a young girl holding a teddy bear in a bondage outfit. Fucking weirdos. Then, in case you missed the point, the photo shoot also contains this image. It shows several documents. Most of them aren't visible, but what you can see when you zoom in, and of course the point is that you see it, is a reference to a U.S. Supreme Court case called Ashcroft versus Free Speech Coalition. That case struck down a law against kitty porn. What is this? Well, it is what it appears to be. It's an endorsement of kitty porn, of child pornography. What else could it be? We wanted to know. So we reached out today to Balenciaga to get their explanation, and they didn't respond. So we're going to have to take that on face value and ask, where's the moral outrage? We have an entire industry in this country comprised of moral outrage merchants. If you've ever been on, consider the latest. So, yeah, he did a way better job than I would have done. And this is the shit that I'm talking about. I've been mentioning this for a fucking couple of episodes now. Like, yo, where the fuck is the outrage for all these things that go on? Like, is fashion, fashion is not that crazy. Like, oh shit, I can't wear a trash bag that says Balenciaga. Really? Is that what the fuck? Is that what's holding us back from going at companies like this? Because racism is a huge one, huge one. And they got a slap on the wrist. Now they're blatantly showing child pornography. It's weird, bro. If you go, if you really look at it, like I'm not exaggerating. Like, why is there a picture of a little girl holding a teddy bear that's in bondage? That's one. Two. Why is there documentation on the table, fucking discussing a fucking case with child pornography in it? All these things, right in front of our faces, just shoved right in front of our faces. And all they got to, all they're saying is like, sorry, didn't mean to upset you guys. Who the fuck are you aiming for? One, who the fuck is your target audience? Two, have you seen pedophiles? They can't fucking dress. They're not buying your clothes. They're all living in their mother's fucking basement. Driving a U-Haul van. Like, the fuck? (sighs) And motherfuckers are still going to go out and buy Balenciaga. That's the crazy shit. That's the crazy shit right there. That people are still going to go out and support these fucking vultures. These fucking creatures. They're just going to support them. They're going to go buy more clothes, more stockings, more shit that they don't fucking need. And this is going to go away it's probably a way now. There's probably a bunch of us in fucking Balenciaga right now buying some ugly ass shit. It's fucking sad, bro. It really is. And it's like, 
There goes my Balenciaga deal. <laughs> Which is crazy because then you think about like Kanye, because Kanye West had a Balenciaga deal. Kanye West has always had a Balenciaga deal. And now he pulled out of that market. And it was like, how many people really know about this shit? How many people are really involved with this 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 thing that they're doing? Uh, it's just a, it's a, it's just such it's such a crazy fucking wormhole to dive into. Yeah, but Balenciaga, y'all could go fuck yourselves. I could probably unplug my show. I don't know. I don't give a shit. But fuck them. Next on my docket is Lotto, 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 Lotto. Not the lottery. The artist named Lotto. So she. All right, people be bored and they look for things to do. When they look for things to do, it always ends up exposing the next person. Lord have mercy, I'm about to bust. But not from the way you would think I would. Because good as Lotto does as good as Lotto looks and I'm pretty sure I shouldn't be saying this I couldn't hack her her gallery like I know I know I know he's terrible your honor he's really terrible starving what you want so <laughs> um, what they did was they exposed her whole discography which led people to know that she pulled the Drake. She don't be writing her shit. Not really surprising there, but um, yeah, she don't be writing her music. And all these fucking people claim to push a pen. And they don't push a pen. It's it's. I come from, I come from, the era of hip hop about lyricism. And I would feel a way if my top artists didn't write their rhymes, right? If Big L didn't write any of those fucking bars that he had in the fucking 94 freestyle, I would feel a way. Fuck all the glamours and glitz. I don't plan to... <laughs> Fuck all the glamour and glitz. I don't plan to get rich. I'm from New York and I never was a fan of the Knicks. Like, like all of these things... All of these things. I mad I really forgot those lines. You know the game plan. Still run with the same clan. We never bring luggage. We go shopping when the plane lands. Still run with the uh, buy clothes when the plane lands. Used to be a Kane fan. Everything I rock is name brand. Ella make your girl swallow. Your chain don't shine. In, your ice don't shine in your chain hollow. Why you walking around with the same bottle taking midget sips? I run with the richest clicks. Tap the thickest chicks and plus drop the slickest hits. If he ain't write that, I don't know how I would feel. If Big Pun didn't write his shit, I don't know how I would feel. Big Pun was a huge fucking staple in my life with lyricism. If Lupe didn't write the majority of his shit, that's crazy. I have Jay-Z on my list, but something ties back to Sauce Money in his early career. So, yeah, there's just so many things that come into this conversation. and Everybody claims they don't write their music, and guess what? You can tell they don't fucking write their own music. I know some of you are going to be like, why don't you say Jadakiss? Because Jadakiss is in a group, and they all share rhymes. Like, come on. It's called um, creative processing. 
And that's the other thing that's going to be into the conversation because people are going to be like, well, when you're in a music group or when you're in a music studio, other people chime in and they do shit for you. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. But they don't claim to be the best artists out there that they write all their lyrics. And the, and like as much as that came out for Drake, that oh, he doesn't write his rhyme, that really took him out the conversation of one of the best rappers of all time because he was in that conversation for one of the best rappers of all time. Not in it now. Now he's a good whatever the fuck he is. All right. Crooner. <laughs> like Drake. He's just a really good. I'm lady boy. That's what he is right now. Like 21. Can you do something for me? Come on. Come on. Yeah. So. um, Yeah. I don't even think people care anymore. And I learned that with Drake, that nobody cares no more if you write your own lyrics. They just want to bop their head to it. It's fine with me, but um, there's still aliens out there, like Lupe Fiasco and fucking Andre 3000 and shit like that, that will, like, catch a body. Eminem, as much as I don't like to bring him up because his albums suck. They're not for me. Great lyricists. Sucky albums. Great lyricist. Like, what about the Latin? No. Garbage. All right. That's it. Not going to fucking argue me with that conversation. But, um, yeah. How would you feel if your, your top artist, your favorite artist, didn't write their lyrics? Because, um, I heard conversations of Jay Z. In the beginning, he had Jazz O. But then you have executives of the company in the studio with in the studio with him producers all these people engineers sound engineers they're back he comes up with all that shit on the spots and he doesn't write shit down and you know when they started saying that everybody else jumped jumped on that shit like little wayne was one of the people that jumped on the shit he was like oh i don't write my own shit yeah i could tell bro a lot of the times your shit sounds garbage I know, guys. I know, I know you guys are like Weezy F Baby fans. I, I know. I know. No, all I can hear is criticize, criticize, criticize. But y'all calling him a goat is wild, all right? Oh, boy. Over the top. He's really I'll not. I can't wait for him to do a versus so that we can prove that shit wrong. Like, we're going to pull for the block is hot and shit like that. Good luck. All right, so let's see. The more you fuck around... The more you're gonna find out. We're gonna we're up to the next portion of the show, which is. Hey everybody, let's see how much time have I got. I think I have enough time. So in the part-time lover section, people submit their questions and I answer them so they could see if they like the advice that I give. I'm not a professional therapist, a professional anything. I'm not even an adult. I don't know why you guys asked me, but thank you. Keep them coming. So without further ado, let's see if I can get the first question off before the timer goes. That's how the, the fly in your ring sound. I'm fucking bored. 
I caught my boyfriend picking Jesus. clothes out of the dirty hamper to wear again, because not enough people saw his outfit. How do I tell him that is disgusting? First of all, Siri, watch your fucking tone. All right, don't just come out yelling in my fucking ears. You're wilding. Alexa would never do that shit. I'm sure she didn't activate. All right. So you caught your boyfriend doing boyfriend shit? So he had an outfit he thought he looked dope in and nobody fucking saw him in? I've done that move before. Not the pulling out of the dirty hamper because technically it's not dirty. And if you didn't sweat, it's not dirty. All right, but putting it in the dirty hamper with all your dirty clothes, yeah, that's officially dirty. That's 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 nasty. So, um, huh. You never noticed this before? And this never came up a conversation before. Like, hey, man, um, is there a reason you threw on your, you put on your underwear backwards? <laughs> He's just like, that's how I get use out of it. It's regular, inside out, backwards, sideways. Boom. Conservative. Y'all don't say that. <laughs> um, I don't know. That's, this is... This is this is actually a good question. I like this question. Cause I'm assuming it's a sweater or shirt. Maybe jeans. Do guys wash their jeans? I wash my jeans once in a while. They're not they're not hitting they're not getting cycled through regularly. Um let's see. Huh. How can we break this cycle? Well, he shouldn't be throwing it in a dirty hamper, but then he should still be washing his clothes, to be honest. You should just um, have me some Tide Pods. That's the only information I can really think about right now. I don't know. Clothes is different. Clothes is weird. Everybody's different about their clothes. Everybody's tricky about their clothes. Um, my question for you is, does he wash his ass every day? Is he on that beat Simone shit where they wash every three days? Because that's nasty. Real nasty. Especially since girls always try to be like fitness models that are in that in that light. And it's like, yo, you're really not showering. So I think it'll be more of an issue if he's not showering every day. Which makes me think of this other shit. Cause though, I gotta find it. I gotta find it. Cause it's my favorite thing right now. It's like um anime couples. Yeah, it's about anime couples, right? <laughs> And one of the things that they touched on was um, showering. And um, I just like the way this couple talks because it's fucking hilarious. Um, where is it? All right. This is the this is the girl. Her name is um, Misty Sanderson. Funny chick. So listen to this. So why won't you Venmo me for the water bill? Stupid vodka. We've been over this. We don't shower, so we're not required to pitch in. It's good for the environment. Mm. Mm. Plus, I like her natural scent. <gasps> Thank you, Pookie. It's something you deodorizers wouldn't understand. It's fine, I can just wear deodorant, it's not that hard. Don't. I love her voice. Your scent. I like how it changes. I'm gonna go upstairs. Filming this. Dude, why are you doing this again? So why won't you then? Why are you the doing this again? So um, 
Yeah. You got one of those. I think you're I think you, you got your hands full on some other shit. Um what was the outfit? Like was it a really fly outfit? Because if he's just doing it for a white t shirt. Then again, <laughs> white t shirt's really universal. I don't know. I don't know how um how bad it really is. Because if he's just repeating the same clothes over and over and over, then he's just dealing with some shit. But um yeah, just talk to him. Like, hey, stop being nasty. You're nasty. <sighs> Let me know if he starts wearing your clothes, because then that's a real topic. This wasn't a real topic. This is this this is kinda a dub. So uh, let's go to the next one. Stupid Baka. <laughs> yeah, that fucking couple makes me laugh every time. This girl wanna end our relationship after five years and wants to leave with the enhancements I gave her. Now, yep. mama, I'm gonna need my BBL money back. ASAP, <laughs> you think the courts will side with me on that? What the fuck just happened? Oh my god. This girl wanna end our relationship after five years and wants to leave with the enhancements I gave her. Now, mama, I'm gonna need my BBL money back. ASAP, you think the courts will side with me on that? Huh. This is a weird conversation. Uh, you can't give... You can't... <laughs> How you gonna get the BBL back? And once you get the BBL back, what you gonna do with the BBL? Explain that. How do you get a BBL back? You can't. If you paid for her titties, yeah, bitch, give me the silicone back. Even that's not right. <laughs> but, um, yo, the fuck is wrong with you? It's a BBL, though. BBLs are expensive, and they're dangerous, too, when you really fucking think about it. Um, Five years, five years, five years, five years, five years, five years. Would I pay for a girl to enhance her body? I don't think so. Also, my taste is pretty standard. Like, I'm not looking for the chick with, like, the, the crazy body. Even though sometimes I end up with them, I'm really not looking for that. Um, I remember my chick with the fur, with her first fake body. And, though, she was trying to, like, lie to me this whole time. She was like, no, I go to the gym and I work out. I was like, no, you go to the gym now. Like, no, I've always went to the gym. Because she used to be a big girl. Real pretty girl, too. I loved her. And, um, real pretty girl, she just had fat girl complex like she never saw the size that she dropped down to be well that she paid to be um yeah so she'll always be like oh you know no i went to the gym went to the gym went to the gym i'm like yo your fucking belly button isn't where it used to be like you're lying to me because when girls get their belly buttons done it it stays normal and then when they get them done it just turns into like the star trek sign so it's like it's a nice triangle but um weird um yeah i don't think courts are gonna side with you on that i think you're gonna have to like eat that because um yeah you can't get a bbl back and it's a gift what was the gift for i don't know unless that was your girl she had a baby and her body never went back to the way it did yeah then i could kind of get it and that's still for you but i kind of get where you're like hey 
the only thing I could compare this to is like when I when I start dating a girl and I start showing her my spots, and then we break up and then you run into her again and she has another nigga at your new spot. That's the only thing I could think about. Like that's the only thing I can relate that to, because I don't see myself buying body parts for somebody. If anybody's gonna get fucking enhanced, but it's gonna be me. I'm gonna be fucking six foot five. I'm gonna just disappear for like a couple of months and just come back tall as shit for no reason. And I'm gonna start a gym program and be like, yeah, if you wanna be as tall as me, you can just go do some sit ups. Shit that has nothing to do with height. Yeah. I'm sorry, player. I don't think you're getting that. Like, you can't ask back for the things that you did, all right? Also, how much did that run you? Did you do it properly? Did you go to Dr. Miami or did you go to like some spot, a basement in Queens or some shit like that? Hmm. All interesting questions that I like to think of. So let's move on to the next topic. It's that time of the year where I base my Christmas gifts off attitude. And this year, this girl's gift is coming from five below. And it's (sighs) on the low side. Am I a jerk for putting her on this scale rating? No, you're not. No... You are not. This is for you, sir. <laughs> you put her at that five below list. I do this too. The way you treat me from this time to Christmas determines your gift, which is either a really nice gift or a pretty shitty gift. Like, you might get like a, a mouse pad. If you like, if you continue it, like, that's the way I see it. Like, <laughs> crack it outside. Yeah, depending how things go, I do that too, bro. It might sound fucked up. It might sound selfish. Like, sound like everything, but that's exactly what I do. I'm like, uh, you're being a real pain in the ass. Let's just deduct ten dollars. <laughs> Ladies, do you guys do that too? I feel like y'all do that too. Like it only makes sense that you guys would do that too as well because it's just human nature. It's like that um, it's like that um Michael Jackson song. So um, hmm 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 hmm. Let me see what else you said on this. Nah, I think it's pretty common. I think it's a common thing. I think it's um very, I can't tell if I'm cutting in and out. I think it's a very common thing. I think it's um really depends on how they're, they're doing. You'll probably change your mind. A lot of people pussy out and they go buy whatever the girl wants. Um, but nah, if you're being like a dickhead, you're being like real shitty to me for no goddamn reason. You're going to get a reason now. <laughs> Shit. Hmm. I really think that that's going to end up being your call. Everybody calls it audible at the end. And they'll be like, all right, let me go get this shit. Because they know that's going to be a problem. And that problem is not worth the outcome of that shit. So you go go to you go to Pandora and you go get her a little nice bracelet or some shit. A little trinket, a little charm, which I don't get. Because Pandora is expensive as fuck for some sterling silver. People are crazy. Well, people, hopefully these questions were somewhat useful to you guys. I feel like I've ran through them kind of quick. They were kind of brief, but yeah, I'm looking at my time clock. And as I said the last time, I'm not trying to shoot my whole clip for 
I'm not trying to run out the clock and then have to start a whole new clip because it's a pain in the ass. So let me just get to the section, which is the closing section. Now, thank you for tuning in to Part-Time Lover. Now, this closing section. This closing section is going to sound counter, counteractive, counterproductive, counter everything that goes against what I said in the beginning. But it's real. It's a real thing. Now, I might not be ending this show at 100 per se, but this show will eventually come to an end. And um, people got into my DMs and they were asking about part-time lover. Because it was like, oh, that's part of the show too. You know, you just drop merch and blah, 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 and so on and so forth. And I'm like, that too. That comes to an end too. See, part-time lover, the way I... The way I always saw Part-Time Lover, I saw it as a clothing line, and I saw it as a little segment of a show. It really was never supposed to be incorporated with this. It was supposed to be something like it, but it was always supposed to be its own spinoff. I just don't have time to do a whole spinoff of Part-Time Lover, even though I fucking love the episode. Even though I love that segment, I love the show, I love doing it. But yeah, that will come to an end, too. But it opens the door for... um other ventures, other joint projects and shit like that. That's my goal to get into, to get everything out that I want to do artistic wise, artistic, not autistic motherfuckers. Um, yeah. So as far as the clothing line, the clothing line is going to continue. I have mad plans for the clothing lines. I want to drop mad shit. Part-time lover goes beyond what the segment really is. Part-time lover is just explains me. It's what I am. Um, I don't, I guess, the, I guess the real with generic, real authentic answer is like, I don't fully commit to shit. That's why girls don't like the fucking lover like that. They want me to put like full-time lover, which is pretty fucking funny. Um, I don't really commit to anything. If you guys haven't been with me through my journey and shit like that, no, I'll start something, like, no problem. But this show might be, like, the first thing that I actually legit close out properly. Because I used to have the On My Cool J podcast, and then that, the cool report comes from the On My Cool J podcast. So it's little segments like that. So um, it's, it's great because, like, I will kind of get to close, like, a chapter and shit like that. But the part-time lover, like I said, it goes beyond... That segment. That's really me. It just explains me so properly because it has to do with like commitment to things, whether it be relationships, whether it be like work projects, any project. It's like I can only invest so much time because I have a lot on my plate. So I'm technically a part time worker, a part time lover, a part time, a lot of things. So, um, the clothing line would continue. Like, I have plenty of things to go for that. Part-time lover would continue, but it just won't be through the podcast. And it probably won't be as frequent as once a week. It'll probably go maybe once every two weeks, once every three weeks, maybe even once a month. But it'll still be a thing. Just like the podcast. The podcast might transform into something else when I have the time to it. Because I do want to drop my docuseries I want to do my cooking channel and I want to do um my um <laughs> my um 
my story time shit. I don't know how to even explain that genre. But um yeah. Because at the end of the day, my goal is to get a Grammy. Because I could get a Grammy for this. If I play my lines correctly, if I do everything correctly the way I'm supposed to do it, I could get a Grammy. I don't know if you notice. Maybe my microphone might be lowered, but the last episode, I had hissing. And I think it's gone now. So there's little this this I love this show because the show's helping me tweak little things that I would that I would notice after I'm done when I'm doing production and like editing. I'm like, all right, I could get rid of this. I could do, I could do this. I could just do that. I could just do all of this and just tweak it, tweak it, tweak it. So I could get the great, greatest product that I could produce down the line. Yeah. So all good things come to an end. A lot, I know a lot of people don't like that, but um, it's never really over. Like for it to really be over, I got to be over. Like I really got to be in the dirt. And even if I'm in the dirt, it's never still over because guess what? have all these episodes for you guys to go be stuck with i'm technically immortalized if we if we, if we want to be if we want to speak honestly and shit like that unless youtube that foundation crumbles then my shit goes away but then again i'm not just on youtube i'm on other platforms i'm on other places there's always something for me to be around and out of for people to understand and um i think that's where i am with my mindset right now is to go above and beyond what um what I'm doing right now to get out of the local scene and just go further. Like I said, um, my voice is being heard out of state. My voice is being heard out of the country. My voice is just being heard, and I like that. And I would just like to put more things out there for people to like to get more people to know who I am. Even though I am a private person, I just want more people to know who I am, what I like to do, and these are the things that I like to do. And hopefully you like the things that I do and shit like that. So, yeah. All right, man. I am your host. Wait, 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 wait. I always do it. I always do it. I am your host. On my cool, J. This is. New on my cool, J. And I'm out. Peace out.